unwritten imaginings, where lazy authors talk about story ideas that they'll never get around to writing. New episodes every Sunday. Let us know if you use one of our ideas, and we'll give your story a shout-out in a subsequent episode. Sign up for our newsletter and receive exclusive offers. You know, I really do have the uh, experience and ability to set up a newsletter, but I don't think I want to. No. And also, what would the offers be? <laughs> I mean, I make them weird just because, like, I don't really want to, you know, actually have real offers, so we just go with something else instead. Oh, I see. I see. Let's... Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no. I don't, I don't want to be part of the the thing that generates spam emails. <laughs> They're not exactly spam emails, you know, because you sign up for a newsletter and not just randomly get it. Yeah. But, like, you know, based on the way I just delete 13 emails a day without without opening them. They don't have Only 13. I mean, <laughs> in, in terms of, like, my non-work email, I receive, like, probably 20 or 30 emails a day from work most of which I also delete unopened <laughs> well I mean if you know what's in them you don't necessarily need to open them exactly that's what headings are for <laughs> okay well hi everyone my name's Eunice uh I write Fantasia and Eternal Source and my shoulders are currently sore because I attempted to do like three push-ups yesterday. <laughs> oh boy, three push-ups. Um, hi, I'm Atheo, author of Rune and Metagame, and uh, you know, I'm not sore, but I am, you know, constantly busy, so I am sleep deprived. Does that count? Well, I mean, probably you're inflamed from from that. Yeah, but that doesn't make me sore. I don't usually get sore for more than like you know eight hours. I mean, like, you know, I feel like if you took an NSAID, you'd feel better, so maybe you are sore, but just kind of evenly distributed, so you can't tell. E evenly distributed soreness? Is that what we're calling it now? You know, generalized inflammation. I do occasionally, like, take naproxen after I uh, have to switch my sleep schedule, um, which I cannot you know recommend in a medical sense but it is something that i do yeah <laughs> i mean to be fair i only had to move mine three hours forward and then the next day i had to move it th three hours the other way so you know a total of six hours in one day and then the day after that i had to move it four hours back again so this is fine okay what shouldn't that be be within the tolerance of like uh being awake 16 hours a day or no there's not really a tolerance because like my time awake is greater than 16 hours you know that's probably your problem <laughs> no because you know if i if i'm awake for 17 and then sleep for seven that's actually a lot more comfortable than awake for 16 sleep for eight yes alas the the earth's rotation <laughs> The Earth's rotation does not match up with my sleep schedule. That's a very accurate uh, issue. Yeah, that's that. That's an ongoing problem. Yeah. Fun fact: most most night owls have a 25, 25 to twenty six hour sleep cycle if you leave them in the dark forever, which people have done in studies. 
I mean, not forever, Fun. but for an extended period of time. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, it's just live in the dark forever? That's what we're going to do now? I mean, I'd be down. I'm afraid of sunlight. I'm not afraid of sunlight. It just hurts my eyes. <laughs> I mean, you know. We're definitely not vampires, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely not. Uh, don't call me a vampire. Uh, I have very sharp canines. Don't worry about it. It's not it's not an issue. I've I've been seen outside in the daylight once in a while. Exactly. And it's not just because we're not a daylight dying vampire. Like I don't it's not because you're reading the wrong vampire lore, I swear. Okay, <laughs> okay so um If you hit me in the if you hit me in the stake with a heart, I will die, but that is because I'm human, <laughs> not because I'm a vampire. <laughs> good good to know. Good to know. This week, uh, we're bringing one of my ideas to the table. (laughs) Yeah, very long intro tangent over. Yeah, exactly. Uh, This one is a little bit complicated. Not like super complicated, but a little bit complicated. So, first off, um, it's a world with kind of a combination of magic systems. There's, first off, the sort of generic magic system that everybody has access to, which is... I mean, you can do things with it. It's not usually that powerful. Like, it's definitely extant, right? But it's not going to, like, blow up a city or anything. Um, And then the other half is sort of a non-genetic hereditary system um, where there are these... I guess they would essentially be knowledge books. Except they're not just knowledge, they're also the power. Um, that people, like, contribute to and make and, and keep track of. And then when they die, it heads to the person who best matches whatever is sort of described as the person who uses this magic. But it's always within the same family? No. That's actually why why I said hereditary, but not genetic. Like, so it gets passed down from one person to another, but it's not people who are related to each other necessarily. Okay, I, I believe you're abusing the, the the word hereditary right now. I don't know what else to call it because it gets inherited, but it's not inherited directly. I believe you can just use inherited. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, kind of, but it doesn't really get across the fact that this is, like, fundamental to the system. It doesn't? I think it does. Anyways. Eh, I mean, I don't know. Kind of depends on how you use words, and nobody uses words the same way. Yeah, but, you know, when you say hereditary, anybody with a science degree is gonna be like, what do you mean is- I literally just said hereditary, but not genetic. Like, I don't- Nobody will know what that means. I mean, there are hereditary, like, actually, no. Because you could teach somebody to be the person that becomes, that is the most uh, close to it, right? Yes. So you could, you could affect its heritability that way, but it's not genetic. Yeah. Like, you could intend for your son or daughter to become the person who uses this magic, but it's not guaranteed when you die. Yeah. Like, if you said hereditary but not genetic, like, nobody will know what that means. Uh, who, who... I thought it was obvious. Who uses the word hereditary. 
Anyways, okay, moving on. It's inherited in in a fashion that is not determined by genes, genetic traits. Yes. That being said, I don't know what traits you're going with, but they might be partly genetic. <laughs> they may be, yes. I mean, they may be partly genetic, but it's not like, it's not like just because you have it, your kids will have it. Okay. And... I assume this form of magic is more powerful. It can be. It isn't always, but it can be. Okay. And the longer that this sort of individual book or object or whatever it is has been around, the more power it has. Okay, then but what starts a book? I would assume that people can start a book. Uh, it's just really complicated or really difficult. Okay, do they have to be naturally talented at something? Or just anybody can, but it's really weak, so it's better to try and inherit a book? Or what? Um, maybe once you have a book, you can't inherit one. So you can either start a book and hope that it starts getting inherited and becomes something later, and then you'll be remembered that way. Or you can try to get a book and be powerful yourself. And, like, be part of a known legacy. Okay. But you can't do both. I mean, it doesn't really sound like you have a lot of choice in book inheritance. You don't. Yeah, that's that's pretty accurate. But you do have a choice in whether you start a book? Yes. Okay. Although, I think it would be hilarious if you didn't, and some people just start books. <laughs> Now that, I mean, that could be funny, where the book just appears and they have to sort of, like, decide what the magic's going to be. Um, or, or like, yeah, like, I don't know, maybe if, like, people dabble in, like, regular magic and they happen to like to experiment with it and then accidentally discover a new branch oh. or whatever. Oh, that would be fun. Like, in regular magic, if you discover something new, then you get a book. Yeah, and then you, you suddenly become the head of a house that specializes in that subtype of magic <laughs> except it's not really a house yeah but but it's kind of a house but like before you were just some some rando with no book and now you started a book so now everyone's paying attention to you so <laughs> <laughs> except that it's like you know at generic level strength right now <laughs> yeah but it's potential you know it's potential exactly it can become a powerful house in the future Theoretically. You know, like, because even, even a second generation book is better than no book. Am I right? Am I right? It is, yeah. Even a first generation book is better than no book. Yeah, so people will start, like, sucking up to you and copying your mannerisms and, and learning about your... Trying manner. to figure out what exactly is the deciding factor of your book. And then, but, like... You know, the char the actual characteristic that determines who's most suitable is, like, super random and obscure. Um, and, like, even after multiple generations of inheritance, like, people don't usually have a really good idea of what characteristic it's, it's looking for. Well, um, the people who get the book know exactly what it's looking for, but they don't say it because they think it's funny, I assume. Why would they know? Well, I would assume that it's written in the book. I guess that's possible it's not. 
Oh, do you think the... No, no, no. It's not... I don't want... It shouldn't be like whoever whoever started the book gets to pick what characteristic. Because some of them no, no, would no. then help. No, no, no. You misunderstand. I said it was in the book. I didn't say they got to pick what the characteristic was. Part of the entertaining factor of the book, I, I, I suppose, is that it writes itself partially. So, like, it, it keeps memoirs of your of your life as well as how you use your magic like whenever you use it in a new way it categorizes that and adds it to the list okay so maybe it's like there's some kind of magic that prevents people who own the book from just like writing it out and sharing the knowledge with everyone they're not allowed to share certain information that's in the book so yeah so it tells them what the characteristic is and like they can kind of like try and raise heirs or whatever but they can't tell them what characteristic they're trying to, <laughs> trying to yeah. encourage. And if they fail then they fail and if there's somebody who's just better at it by random chance then there's somebody who's just better at it by random chance. Um, and then, so you get these like ridiculous like house traditions where like all of these wannabe heirs are trying to like emulate the current head and also studying the previous heads and and trying to figure out what they have in common. Uh, I, I think that would be really funny if you had one, like, house that was, like, essentially, this is the heroic house, but in reality it's just courage. <laughs> yeah, like, you know, I think it would be really funny. Or even better, this is the heroic house, but the, the defining trait is, like, you know, stubborn desperation. <laughs> yeah, just uh, a little bit, a little recklessness where they get into situations where... They might not survive, um, and that gets interpreted as heroism. Uh, exactly. You know, all, all the houses of these traditions that tend to produce heirs that do successfully inherit the book, but when when they, like, read the actual trait, they're like, oh, really? Oh, that's not flattering. <laughs> that, was, that was a lot of, like, extra stuff for nothing. <laughs> yeah. I, I th- I'm a little bit more entertained by the idea of them getting there and being like, oh, that's not flattering. Was I really the most of this thing? Oh. <laughs> or, like, there's a house that, like, I don't know, trains really hard in, like, martial arts. Uh, but in the end, like, the trait is not, like, who's best at fighting. It's, like, who's tired the most often. <laughs> <laughs> who's physically tired the most often. So this person worked the hardest because they were just constantly exhausted, <laughs> <laughs> and then and then they can't tell their heirs, so all they can say is work hard. <laughs> <laughs> yep, it's like I mean it worked for me. <laughs> oh no, <laughs> you know I was oh my god I could I could spend uh, all day coming up with really tangential <laughs> things. <like that. laughs> I like it, I like it. Um, who do we want our main character to be? Do we want them to be... Because we sort of have two options here, right? Our main character can be a person who got a first book. Or it can be somebody who inherited a really powerful book, but like they weren't the intended heir at all. I mean, we could do two, two characters. I mean, I'd be okay with doing two characters, yeah. I'd be okay with doing a lot more than that if we really wanted to, but... Like, I want one that was trying to to inherit a book, but accidentally started a book. And then... 
And then a random person who wasn't trying to inherit a book who then inherited the book. <laughs> nice. You know, the classic uh, unexpected combo life direction thing. So one of them knows all the ins and outs of inheriting a book but like didn't get it. And then the other one knows literally nothing about inheriting a book and now has one and is uh, very confused. Yeah. And, uh, you know, the person who started a book uh, helps out the other person. And the other way around a little bit, but, you know. It's like, I'll help you out, and then, like, you use your magic book powers to keep the other jealous people from killing me in order... Because a lot of houses don't like it when a new book is formed because it dilutes the power. Yeah, that's uh, very fair. Um, you know, it's officially illegal. Not like a good thing, it's just something that I understand. Yeah, like it's officially illegal to, to murder mute book holders, but... Theoretically illegal, more like. But they get into a lot of accidents. <laughs> Shall yeah. We? Okay. Accidents, that's what we're calling them now. Okay, so they get into a, a house alliance, and uh, the... The new book person is helping the other one to, to navigate it. Like, it's a very large house. They're helping with the politics. Yeah, and then there's... Because they're suddenly the head of a house that they don't know and they didn't want. And <laughs> uh, the other the other potential heirs are, like, not happy that this rando has waltzed in. And... <laughs> yeah. It's like, damn magic choosing people who aren't rich heirs. Uh, but, you know... The, the person who did inherit the house is like, to the other one, like, uh, trust me, this is not a flattering trait <laughs> inherited. Yeah, it's exactly, it's like, I mean, I know what you were working towards, and frankly, it's probably good that you didn't get this, because it says good things about you. Yeah. You know, like, the, the ideal you were working towards, very admirable. The actual trait the book's looking for, not so much. <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, tangentially related, I guess, but it's... Mm. <laughs> um, okay, so I, I think we should kind of decide what these magic subspecialties are a little bit, because it might kind of shape what happens. Uh, stubborn recklessness, I mean, that that obviously goes with, like, some kind of body enhancement magic, right? <laughs> okay. So, is that, that's the, that's the old, old house. That, that feels like an old, old house. So they're, they're renowned fighters. Exactly. And, uh, in charge of the National Guard. Yeah. Or something. Like, protection forces, that sort of thing. Yeah, you gotta make the title really fancy, though. Like, at least three words, you know? Aw. <laughs> uh, Lord High Protector, leader of the... of the guard. Something like that. Just absolutely ridiculous. And they have their own style of fighting. And, uh... Like, minor house techniques that even the people who don't inherit the book can learn. Well, I mean, I feel like you can... You can do a lot of the book techniques um, without necessarily having a book yourself. It's just that the power of them is going to be lower and you might need 
like more time to recover and you may not be able to chain them back to back that sort of thing yeah and and you know the secret ultimate book technique all in capital letters <laughs> you can't like do the, that one the book doesn't let you tell like the best stuff that's in it but it does let you teach like you know up to like 75 percent strength <laughs> yeah or i mean like i feel like even if you tried to teach the higher ones it's just like unless you have the power of the book you can't activate it or whatever some of them yeah um so so all the other guys good fighters uh but you know the book holder is like i could i could wipe out the neighboring country except they have book people too but like (laughs) yeah you know theoretically as long as we didn't include the other book people (laughs) but like don't even come near me you noobs like type of magic <laughs> except that they're kind of like really new to it so they can still get their ass kicked by somebody who doesn't even have a book just because they don't have the practice i mean you know i feel like with the book somebody could kick your butt but it wouldn't hurt because <laughs> of your enhancement magic yeah i mean that's true <laughs> it's like pro- probably the ultimate technique for this house is just like pure invincibility for a set amount of time so it's like yeah go ahead not just invincibility it's like immovability against against personal will so like you can't be pushed if you don't want to be yeah, pushed like you just stand there and like anything like just go ahead hit me hit me with your best shot as as that song goes um <laughs> uh-huh that's what we're gonna call it as that song goes oh man um okay so the new book it should be a trait that the that character has been cultivating that's not reckless stubbornness <laughs> um somewhat tangentially related so they've been trading uh they've a lot you know there's a lot of like pride discipline exercise schedule but like it has to be something that makes them unique from all the other people trying to inherit the title right um might be like charitable self-discipline charitable (laughs) self-discipline So, like, they're actively working to make other people's better by making their own life, like, constantly worse. That's a little... It's a little little sad. Um, Yeah, I mean, that's the point. You want the trait to be, like... It's it's like... I mean, theoretically, there's a way that I can interpret this good, but, like, in reality, this kind of sucks. I mean, I I wouldn't find that, like, an insulting trait. It's just, like, the... But having it... Ah, maybe, maybe not great. Have, yeah, like having it is like, oh, I'm sorry, <laughs> you're like that. Um, it must lead <laughs> to a lot of misery. Um, I mean, that's kind of the point behind the whole book trait thing, isn't it? <laughs> is that like the trait is just not what people expect it to be? Oh, I was kind of thinking that it's like not like bad for the person, but just kind of mildly insulting. <laughs> Oh, I was thinking it was often both. Oh, I see. <laughs> so all the book people are, like, pretty casual with each other, you know? Because <laughs> they're just like, eh. They can, maybe they can tell each other the traits. Because they can't inherit <laughs> can the book anyways. Because so, they already have it. So they just, like, get together and commiserate. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they commiserate over, like, a lot of drinks. It's just like, can you believe it? I, apparently I, was the most... <laughs> Devotedly stupid person in existence. 
It's like, at the moment of the previous book holder's death, in the entire world, I <laughs> was the most stupidly stubborn person. <laughs> That's saying a lot. Um, you know, they're all just constantly pissed off about it, too. But, okay, maybe we should make, like, a rule. So, like, only people who are, like, under a certain age will inherit a book. Because you don't want a bunch of, like, people who are just about to die to, like... I mean, if they're just about to die, it's not really an issue if it's in somebody else's hands for two years, does it? Is it? I don't know. I feel like it would... It would there'd be a lot... Too much, like, turmoil in the... In the political sphere if if there's that much turnover and and like it's I feel like you know with this random trait it, it would be fairly common for someone outside the house to randomly inherit a book you know what I mean? yeah I mean the, the the houses that actually manage to sort of what's that word to sort of pass it on are the ones that actually get like fairly decently close to what the trait is without ever being told is what I would assume yeah, like, they have to build up a really robust tradition that encourages and attracts the right kind of personality. But even then, like, being number one in any trait in the world is, like, what are the maybe it's not. Maybe it's not in the world. Maybe it's within a certain range of the person who died. Okay, so it's, it's like, um, or maybe, like, like the, the book at the moment of the, the previous holder's death starts, like, looking around and picks kind of the strongest, like, signal that it can detect, but the signal kind of gets weaker with, like, the square of the distance from the book. I don't know about that because that makes, like, super close people, like, way more likely. Whereas if, it, if it's instead, like, the root of the distance, like, the root of the distance. So, like, people who are closer are more common, but it's not, like wildly more common than people who are further away or it might be like log of the distance but like you know some sort of reduction not increase some kind of inverse relationship with distance that yeah we don't, we don't need to write in the book or in the story exactly because it's magic so there you go um, and also nobody has actually figured out these rules <laughs> Exactly. But if you have a large enough house with a strong enough tradition and enough, like, disciples, you know, you're statistically fairly likely to have somebody within your own house picked. Although not, it's not guaranteed. And everybody knows it's not guaranteed. That doesn't mean it doesn't piss them off when it doesn't go their way. Yeah. Especially if they think that they know the trait. <laughs> yeah. Which they don't. And then, okay, and then, but the houses that manage to stably have somebody in their house inherit every, for a few generations, become a lot more powerful and attract a lot more disciples. So, yeah. Well, that makes sense. Because it's like, ah, so you apparently know how to pass on your, pass on your magic. So I guess we'll go here and get this magic that they apparently understand. Yeah. Okay. I mean, it's not the magic they understand, but that that's not really relevant because people are people. So this new book generator person it has some kind of weird selfless trait where they were like, I don't really mind if I don't become the next book holder because I like my buddies. 
Well, I was more like, they definitely want to become the next Black Holder, but it's not like their defining trait is the definitely wanting, but more like the other things that they do as part of that definitely wanting. Or like, you know, they want to inherit it because then they can use it to protect the people or, you know. Yeah, something like that. Some kind of weird motivation where you're like, stop being a saint, it's disgusting. Um. <laughs> I mean, not really a saint, but, you know, somebody who's close enough that a lot of people wouldn't really, you know, care to tell the difference. Stop it. <laughs> Stop. It's like some kind of, like, combination of, like, lacking self-preservation and, <laughs> like, wanting to help other people, you know, something like that. Exactly. <laughs> and then when they read it, they are like, am I really that bad? <laughs> That I generated my own book. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, the generating the own book is the new use of magic, not necessarily the... Uh, maybe um, maybe the new use of magic was they managed to figure out a way to, like, impart body enhancement magic on somebody else. Yeah. <laughs> and the, the new... Yeah, the new house is specialty is, like, enhancement magic, but not for yourself. It's, like, in a, like... Uh, it's buffing others. Exactly. You know, this house alliance honestly makes a lot of sense because... They- Stack them buffs. Yeah. Like, honestly, you can share disciples. It's it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Doing the house even more OP, you know? Okay. And, I like it. You know, political shenanigans within the house. People- Lots of political shenanigans. Um, within the house, people are mad. Outside the house, people are trying to assassinate the new book person. Outside the house, people are mad. Inside the house, people are trying to assassinate the new book person. Like, it's, it's all around. No, inside the house, people are trying to assassinate the old book person. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> Not gonna work. And the old book person is, like, uh, accidentally warding off these assassination attempts, honestly. Like... They got the book. <laughs> it's a- I, I don't know about I don't know about accidentally, but like, you know, they have somebody walking them through. Okay, so now would theoretically be a really good time to assassinate you. And it's like, what do you mean theoretically a good time to assassinate me? It's like, well, cast the buff on yourself right now. Don't just let it sit. Don't just let it expire. And then they cast it and then they get hit from behind by some like poison dart or something that just bounces off. It's like, oh, oh, like that. <laughs> I mean, I feel like... Like, old book person wouldn't take it seriously, so then new book person would um, take it upon themselves to constantly do fake assassination attempts to, like, scare the <laughs> old book person. <laughs> like, and I and killed you again! <laughs> Activate exactly. your magic, goddammit! <laughs> Actually, this sounds, this sounds like a setup for a really adorable relationship, whether that's romantic or platonic. <laughs> I love it. Would the story end any other way? <laughs> so, yeah, new book person is constantly doing fake assassination attempts to the point where, like, the first time that old book person like successfully wards off a real assassination attempt, it takes They're like, okay, come out now. Wait, wait, <laughs> wait, wait. That, oh, that's not that's not new book person. Oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> They actually just tried to kill me. Huh. 
when that old book person or new book person comes running over and is like, how could you try to assassinate your new house head? Bad! Because, you know, it's one of the, their childhood friends or something or another. Maybe not a childhood friend, but like a childhood rival. Or, you know, if you want to take like make them crazy be like no the new book person should have been the heir we gotta get rid of old book person and then but new book person's like that doesn't even make any sense i already have a book now (laughs) 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 you're You're crazy nobody inherits two books what was the intent here and so on and so forth and you know there might be like a war or a monster or something and they have to go fight it. There's always monsters. Because, you know, it seems like the application of their magic. Maybe they find yeah. some. Although, I feel like enhancement magic, like physical enhancement magic, they could probably do things other than fighting. They could, like. Well, they absolutely can. Like, you know, enhancing your brain is still physically enhancing yourself. Nah, I think that that's too OP. <laughs> <laughs> They gotta pick one. I guess. Maybe they can't do both their body and their brain, like, beyond reaction time at the same time. Mm. But, like, maybe they could, like, I don't know. Yeah, they, they can make precision machinery or, you know, handle high-stakes situations by delaying the need for sleep for a long time. Yeah. Things like that that are not directly, like literal body enhancement or like build things with heavy materials i don't know things <laughs> exactly you know all the things that i can't do is basically what i'm thinking of uh, <laughs> um and then happily ever after <laughs> i don't see any reason to not go with happily ever after on this one like you know they handle the politics, they get their whole new dual house setup actually going. Yeah. They kick out the people who keep trying to assassinate them. They they make it's a few, few tweaks to the standard training everyone gets. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like really trying not to like make it awful. They're like, how do we make this not awful while also carrying on the trait that we actually need? Uh. They add a lot of like team building exercises <laughs> well for the to save the new book you know to keep that new book in the new houses it's like and then everyone's like like every time so they make a bunch of tweaks some of them are just their personal preference because they think it's dumb and then some of them are like specifically tailored to the book but every time they make a change everyone like freaks out start analyzing like what it means <laughs> <laughs> draw some outrageous and incorrect conclusions. Obviously, like some, there has to be some outrageously incorrect conclusion every time. And that has to become like one of the more popular interpretations too. The more outrageously incorrect, the better. And then, but you know, it's still like tangentially correct. So the, the people are like, I mean, it's wrong, but like, I feel like we'll get errors if they go on this trait. So I guess we'll just let it, let it ride. Yeah. It's close enough. Ah. Uh. <laughs> Hilarious. Um, and is that it? Or is that I think that's it. Okay. So no major 
bad guys. I mean, I mean, they're well, bad no guys. major individual bad guys that like need to be enumerated in this particular case because we have our general conflict, which doesn't need an individual bad guy. Yeah, and then you know you can have some cute scenes. I mean, you can always have cute scenes. I feel like fa- like a failed assassination attempt against someone who's like invincible would be the only time where those cliche scenes uh, where like one character ends up on top of the other character would happen. <laughs> what? The only time where that would actually make sense. It's like, Ooh. yes, I tried to kill you, but all I did was knock you over because <laughs> you're invincible right now. <laughs> I guess. And and nobody's hurt because it just bounced off. <laughs> exactly. Um, uh, yeah, okay. Oh my god. I love it when I can, like, take things literally or put a cliche thing in, but it actually makes sense for one. <laughs> oh, you want to develop kleptomania? Huh? Take things literally? Oh. Yeah. No. <laughs> That's too literal. Okay. Too much! <laughs> I know, I knew it as soon as I said it. And then, and then there was like that awkward silence of death. <laughs> that was too much. My brain shut down for a little bit. <laughs> okay. Okay. So, if uh, you liked this story, uh, write it. You know, it'd be pretty cute and funny. Yeah. If you like the premise of it without liking the actual story we came up with, go ahead and steal it and still write that. And then email us at the, the same address that we didn't say, actually. Which is listeners at unwrittenimaginings.com. Yeah. Email us. Um, and if you want to be a guest, uh, email us at guests at unwrittenimaginings.com. And uh, yeah. do all the... Please rate us, review us on uh, iTunes and Stitcher, I think is the other one. I don't know. Mm-hmm. And tell a friend. Um, and all that. And yeah. See you next week. See you next week. <laughs>